Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, 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 everybody. What is happening? Pop on and give me a little, a little comment, a little hello. So I know who's out there, what's happening. I got a like, but I can't see. I don't think I can see who the likes are coming from. Oh, yes, I can if I hover on it. Chris. Hey, Chris. There he is. So, <clears throat> all right, today, and let me know if the audio sounds okay. I have the mic a little bit different today, but I should be fine. Um, so, everybody, today I am talking about the point. What's the freaking point? <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Sound familiar, Laura? I see Laura's out there. Yeah, this is, you know, sometimes I do podcasts on things that I see coming up in conversations I have. Um, and this has been coming up today. I've had several conversations today. And uh, what's the point is coming up. So I decided to do what's the point for the podcast. Hey, Mike. Heading to the gym after that. Of course, you're heading to the gym after this, Mike. That's where you live. That's where I met you <laughs> and your wife. Um, good for you, man. Get a little um, spiritual health going. Then you can get some physical health going. So. Nice. Um, just a little sidebar. I actually started, I got some new dumbbells um, there with the water ones. So I go down to the river and I'm exercising with these water dumbbells. It's, it's, uh, it's fun. I actually like it. So, so what's the point? So the reason I want to have this discussion is because, like I said, I talked about it with a few people today. And the way that it came out, because, you know, for those of you that know me, you know, I'm listening to while I'm talking because I don't know what the hell I'm going to say next. So the way that I found it coming out was really that the point is my foundation for living. It's what I bring everything back to. It's, it, you know, that's because it's foundational. It's, it's the bottom. It's, it's, um, you know, when you really get down to, it, I mean, even the question, what's the point of, what's the point? What's the point of it all? What does that imply? That implies that you want to get down to the reason, the core, the, the, the you know, the, the whole reason that you're doing it. Well, as I was explaining some different situations, I realized that, you know, this is just another way of phrasing how I live my life. 
it's always from the core. So it's about what the what's the point of it all. And when you start functioning from this place, it can actually adjust your perspectives on just about everything. So what I mean by that is if, if you're asking that question about different situations, you know, what's the point? What's the point of spiritual living? Like, why do we do it? You know, why, why do we put effort towards self-growth and becoming a better person? Like, why? Because we can get caught up in the doing a lot and we can forget the why of it. You know, so it, it's about really... Re and. As we forget our why, what happens is our perspective starts getting uh, off because other things start coming into play and it starts getting confusing. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm not sure if I should do this or if I should do that. And we start thinking that the surface decisions and the surface topics are really what's important and they're not. The surface is never important. It's what's underneath is what's important. You know, so it's about constantly resetting that perspective and getting back to what's important, getting back to what what's the point of it all? Why am I even doing it? You know. So. So what's the point? You know, I'll start with the big question, you know, the, like I like I kind of already did. What's the point of spiritual living? You know, why bother? Why? Why are we doing this work? Well, it's to to get to live a, a contented, peaceful, joyful life. You know, I mean, that's that's the point of it all. So so if you're if you're trying to make a decision what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing or what life should look like when you really remind yourself, well, what's the point? It's just to be contented. Oh, OK. So so the point what I mean by this is the point is not. For everything to go my way. That's not the point. That's not why you're working on yourself spiritually. Because I don't think unconsciously that's what our mind will do. It'll start drifting there. So when things go our way, we'll think that like where we're doing the right things. Or if things don't go our way, we'll start thinking things are wrong or we're doing the wrong things. And that's, you know, then you start judging yourself and you start judging others and things start getting confusing. But if you're if you're like, well, you know, realistically, what's the point? Like, what do I expect my life to look like? Peaceful. Oh, OK. Contented. OK. So so does that mean it's going to include things that I don't necessarily that aren't my preference? Well, it could. Oh, well, then that explains why acceptance is such a big part of spirituality. Yes. Yes, it does. You know, so when you start understanding, reminding yourself what the point is and, and what that point looks like, what are you trying to attain? What do you expect your life to look like? What are you trying to achieve? That's your point. That's the point of it all. You know, so if if you, people start talking, well, I would like my uh, I expect to achieve a life where everything goes my way. You know, as soon as you say that out loud, you're like, oh, whoops, that's off. I need to adjust that. <laughs> like, yeah, because that doesn't exist. It doesn't, you know, life, we are in an experiential reality. We are here to experience things, a myriad of things. 
So we're going to experience happiness, sadness, frustration, anger, joy, laughter, you know, all of it. We're going to experience all of it along the way. That should be part of our expectation is to experience all of it all the way. And, you know, this is kind of the dichotomy of, of spiritual teaching is when you're when you're trying to teach people how to experience more joy, peace, love, happiness in their lives, you tend to speak more about joy, peace, love and happiness. Right. Of course you do. You're trying to feed what you want. You're trying to, you know, show people pathways to that. But somehow unconsciously, we, we start thinking that our life isn't going to consist of things that we don't like. You know, it's just unconsciously. Our brain just kind of does that because we're constantly focused on happiness and peace and love and achieving it and acquiring it and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, that, that's, not a, that, that's not all of spirituality. That's not an, a realistic expectation. A realistic expectation is when things don't go your way, you can practice acceptance. You know, and acceptance is not agreement. It's not saying, oh, I'm happy this is happening. It's just saying that I accept the reality that this is happening. That's all. And that's another unconscious little trick. See, this is when you get to the core, you can unhook these unconscious little tricks that your ego has. That kind of keeps you stuck. It has these 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 little built-in things that we don't we're not even aware of until we get down to the core and we get clear on what we're trying to achieve. We you know get clear on what the point of it all is. So so when you're looking at it and you say, okay, well, you know, what am I trying to achieve? What what's the point of all this? What do I want my life to look like? Oh well, when things don't go well. Um. You know, it's okay for me to experience um, what people might label as negative emotions, but I'd, I'd like a underlying level of peace that doesn't get knocked around, that's deeper, you know? So I want a baseline of peace that basically I know that I'm loved, I'm cared for, and everything's okay. I want that as my baseline. You know, I really want to be anchored into that reality. And then, uh, you know, one step up a level, I'm going to experience different things. Never shaking my foundation that are, all is well and everything's okay, even though I'm experiencing sadness all is well. Even though I get frustrated sometimes, everything is fine. Even though things look a little bit freaky right now, I know that I'm supported, cared for, and loved. You know, this is what, and, and we, you know, we often have to put a little bit more attention to that. Um, we don't have to put too much attention to, oh, I also want to experience happiness. Well, of course you want to experience happiness. There's not a lot of resistance to experiencing happiness. You know, I mean, sometimes there is, of course, we have ceilings of happiness. Sometimes we have to break through because we're waiting for the other shoe to drop and stuff like that. And that's often part of our spiritual work. But but when you're experiencing happiness, you're not judging yourself. Usually like there's something wrong with you. <laughs> you know, usually you're enjoying the happiness. So this is what I mean. There's not as much resistance. We're, we're often overly focused on the happiness aspect of it. 
which isn't even really what we're after anyway. That's surfacey too. You know, happiness is surfacey, man. It, it's enjoyable for a moment, but it's nothing to latch on to. It's, it's fleeting, just like everything else is fleeting on the surface. We're in a transitory world, so everything is fleeting. If on the surface, the only way we can latch on to something stable is the bottom. And that, that bottom can be never changing because it's spiritual. So it can be, you know, it, it can be eternal, never changing. You know, I am loved. Everything is okay. That like we, that can never, we can walk through life never having that knocked. Never, you know, and that's really what we're, what we're doing a lot of the work to achieve. So throw in your comments here. Throw in your questions. Yeah, but what about this? Yeah, but what about that? Yeah, I can do, I can definitely um, do more feedback when I'm flying solo. At least that's how it is at this point. <clears throat> so, you know, so that's like the big question. We can do this with anything. So, so let's take it to a more surfacey option. Like, so a, a more surfacey question is like um, jobs, you know, like a lot of times people are, people are wondering what they should do for a job or if they should leave their existing job or go to a different job or what. And a lot of times they, they lose track of what the point of their job is. What's the point? You know, why, why do you get up and go every day? And a lot of people get up and go to work every day because they say, um, oh, I have to. No, you don't. No, you don't. Have <laughs> no, nobody's making you, you go to work. Well, I have to or else I can't pay my bills. Oh, so you decided that paying your bills was important enough to go to work. So you're going to work to pay your bills. That's why. Yeah. OK, so so in so nobody's making you do it. You're not a victim. Nobody's making you go to work. You're saying, I would like to live in this lifestyle. I don't want to be homeless. I would like a roof over my head and I would like food. So therefore, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to work because that gives me a roof over my head and food. Good reasoning. Makes sense to me, you know. So, but when we lose sight of what the point is, we stop becoming a victim. We forget why we're doing it. You know? And that's when things start getting confusing. And we start thinking, th I'm telling you that jobs is one of the, the, most, the most common things that people suffer with. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that many people are doing jobs that they don't like. And I mean, you know, that's that's a problem in itself. And but you can work through stuff like that. You, you can you can actually change careers. It's possible. People do it every day. So, I mean, there are solutions. To things, but why you're so so I'll kind of expand on the two things that I was just talking about a little more. 
So when you lose sight of the point of why you're doing what you're doing, it gets confusing and you start feeling like a victim. And then all of a sudden, and you ask most people about their jobs and they're like, oh yeah, I, you know, oh, I have to go and they hate it and they can't wait till they retire and all this stuff. Like they're a victim of it. And that just drains your energy. But when, because it feels like your job is using you, it feels like somebody's making you go to work and you don't want to, right? That's, I mean, we even basically say that, well, I have to go to work. I don't have a choice. We say that like, yeah, you do. What do you, of course you have a choice. Well, I'd like to eat. Oh, so your choice is you would rather go to work than starve. Intelligent choice, but it's still a choice, <laughs> you know, it's not like, you know, it's just an intelligent choice. So it simplifies things. It clarifies things. And it puts you back in the driver's seat. Because when you know the point of what you're doing and why you're doing it, then all of a sudden you're not a victim. Because you go, no, I'm choosing to go. I'm choosing to go to work because it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so that's a little bit more surfacey example. Um, let's see. You know, uh, like really, you can use this with everything. It's it's like um, I was supposed to go. This is how I live my life. You know, in every area. So I was going to go climb Pico Duarte last week or the week before, I don't know. So, um, you know, within the last couple of weeks, I was supposed to go and I was really excited about it. I love hiking. I love elevation. I love um, the mountains. I love the Caribbean, hiking the tallest peak in the Caribbean with a bunch of spiritual friends is a dream come true. <laughs> so, you know, this is something that I'm like, oh my God, yes, I'm in, Right. And then, but I could feel my energy was off. I was trying to find somebody to go with um, because my friends are two couples and me. So I was trying to find that sixth person to kind of round it out. And, and um, it was struggling, you know, it was, it was, uh, I, I was struggling to find somebody and it just felt like I was pushing, which kind of sent up a red flag. Like, wait a minute, Glenn, slow down here. Um, something's off, you know, so because my life isn't normally a struggle. So when I notice I'm struggling with something, it feels like a red flag. So what I did is I, you know, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, well, you know, what's the point? What's the point of going? It's like, well, to enjoy myself. I'm like, okay, well, does it feel like I would enjoy myself? And first I let go of the, the, having to find somebody to go. I'm like, well, that needs to go. I'm obviously latched on to that. I'm attached to an outcome there. I'm tr I'm really trying to find somebody to go and it's not working and I'm trying to push it. So let go of that outcome. It doesn't matter if somebody goes or they don't go. These are my friends. I can go have a good time with them. It's going to be fine. We've done many things together, you know? <clears throat> so, so then once I cleared my energy of that and just centered myself, then it was like, okay, well, how do you feel about it now? 
because it's not about me climbing the mountain or not climbing the mountain. That's not the point. The point is me living a peaceful, enjoyable life that's in alignment with who I am. That's my point. That's that's the point of it all. Otherwise, you know, otherwise, why am I doing this? So I can say that I climbed a mountain or something or I can get a certain amount of exercise for a few days or, you know, like, what's the point? <laughs> you know, The whole point of my existence is to, to live in a peaceful, enjoyable way you know, as much as possible and practice acceptance where I need to and all that stuff. So I'm trying to live a spiritual existence that's in alignment with what brings me joy as much as possible. And thinking about climbing this mountain the day before wasn't bringing me joy. I I just didn't, it didn't make me feel good when I thought about it. I felt like I was pressuring myself to do it and that it might not be the right thing to do. So I gave myself permission. It's like, Glenn, you don't have to climb the mountain. Just don't. (laughs) If you don't feel feel like it, don't. And when I gave myself that permission, it was like, yeah, I don't think I want to. That's weird. I love hiking. But whatever. You know, I don't know if it's the timing is wrong. I don't know if um, I'm going to go have a wonderful experience with somebody else climbing it for the first time that will be heightened because it'll be my first time with this other person. Um, I don't know if something's going to happen with the people that are going that's going to annoy me and wreck my time or, you know, I mean, I doubt that would happen. But like what I'm saying is, you know, I'm playing the hypothetical game. I don't know. The point is, I don't know. And I don't care. What I do is I trust. I trust the way that I feel because that's what that's what aligns me to what I want the most, the way I feel. When I live by what feels right to me, then what happens is my life goes smoother and more enjoyably. And I like that. So I do that. So I let go of the mountain and I just didn't climb. So you know, why? Because the point is not to climb a mountain. The point is not to get exercise. The point is not to go get away with a bunch of friends. It's not the point. Those are all vehicles. Those are vehicles that sometime are going to aid me in a joyful life and sometimes will not. Some Another vehicle that can aid me in experiencing a joyful life and a peaceful life is staying home up in the mountains alone for five days. I loved it. I loved it up here alone. You know, usually it's very nice having my neighbors over there. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy having a little spiritual community with people that I can talk to and associate with that are grounded and good people and I can trust. I love that. But, and I get I get quite a bit of alone time. So it's not like I needed, I thought I would need more alone time. But yeah, I guess I did. Because the more I thought about what, you know, what, what if I just stayed here and I didn't climb it, that felt really good. It felt good in my heart. Then when I'd think about, well, yeah, but, you know, you were planning to go and everything's ready. You should just go. Oh, that doesn't feel good. No, okay, then don't. Why? Because what's the point? The point is to live a peaceful, joyful life. 
So what's going to bring me a peaceful and joyful existence? Doing what my inside is telling me. You know, it doesn't matter if it makes sense. I don't, I don't worry about if it's going to make sense on a surface level because that's BS. It, it has nothing to do with the point of why I'm living my life the way I'm living my life. It has nothing to do with it. It's just a bunch of surfacey stuff, you know, that can pull and tug and, well, this makes sense. Well, that makes sense. Uh, it doesn't matter if it makes sense. What matters is what is going to bring me joy. My brain doesn't bring me joy. <laughs> My heart brings me joy. So I'll pay attention to my heart. So I didn't go. And I, you know, I, I don't know for sure because I didn't go. But I bet if I went, I wouldn't have had that good of a time. I can't say it for sure, but I don't think I would have. And um, talking with my friends, what they told me is it was a very growth oriented trip. They kind of planned on just going away and hiking in the mountains for a few days. And it was much more than that. It was way more than they expected. It was more challenging in a lot of ways. And there was emotional stuff that transpired that, that, that they got what they needed for their growth. See, they were supposed to go. Why? Because, you know, sometimes growth is fun. Sometimes it's not. But they needed to go through some portals of growth. And some of it was uncomfortable and they needed to go through some of that. And they did and they grew from it and, and, and it was worth it. And it happened. It came out wonderfully for them, you know, because they grew. And they, of course, they still very much enjoyed it and everything. Um, but for me, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. All I know is that if I keep living my life from the foundation of really understanding what I'm trying to achieve, and that's an anchored, peaceful life going with the flow of life to the best of my ability. Then I have no problem. I don't feel like I missed out. There was not one moment that I felt like I missed out. Not one moment that I second guessed it. I would, I would think about it. A couple of times I thought about it. And I'm like, Glenn, you, this feels good, right? Like, does this still feel good? I'm like, oh, my God, yes, it feels great. At no point was I sitting there going, even though if I, like it's probably right near the top of the list of things that I would want to do on in the Dominican Republic. Maybe even the top, I don't know, it's it's way up there on the things that I want to do in the Dominican Republic. And I still don't regret it for a minute. You know, that's that's what's beautiful about it. And you guys can still hear me, right? Something just changed on my computer. So I just want to make sure nothing messed up. So if you can leave a little comment, that'd be cool. Um, so, yeah, so that's it. So this is how I live my life, always knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, getting to the point of it all. So, uh, so let's see, Laura, when you helped me change my perspective on my therapy job at the time and why I was doing it, it changed my life dramatic. Oh, thanks, Laura. I saw that you can hear me. Um, cool. Hey, Jeff, what's happening? <laughs> nice to see you on here. Um, I love seeing all you guys on here. This is so cool. 
Yes. So change your perspective on the therapy job at the time while I was doing it changed my life dramatically. So it's, it's getting clear on the why, you know, we, we, we put ourselves in the victim chair so often and we lose, we lose sight of the why we're doing what we're doing. We're losing sight of the point of it all. And if so, you know, this, this topic, this exercise is about constantly going deeper to the foundation, going to the core and getting clear on what the point is of whatever you're doing. Like, why am I doing spiritual work? Why am I at my job? Why am I in this relationship? How do I want to live my life? Like all of it, you know, like you, you can, if you get down and you really understand clearly why you're doing what you're doing, what the point of it all is, that's where you get clarity. I, I may have done a podcast on your why or something. And I, I know that in the, I think it's a little bit more in the business world, but in a self-help area, there's, there's something famous about knowing your why. Um, that got very popular with people and with good reason, because it's, it's in alignment with what I'm talking about here. We have to know what our why is. It's another way of asking what the point of it all is. You know, why am I doing this? What's the point of it? So, and um, guys, throw out some questions if you have any or comments or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, so getting clarity, not only does, does it help you not feel like a victim, but it also gives you you know, empowerment, because you can see that you're in control of your life, you have choices, and you can direct your energy specifically in different directions. You know, that's, and when we're, when we have clarity on what our why is, it's, it's like um, people that are um, looking for a career change, or younger people that are trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives, right? Um, doesn't matter what age you are, if you're look, trying to figure out what you want to do with your life, well, it would help to start with the question like, well, what's the point? Like, why do you want to find out what you want to do with your life? Well, because it's good to know. No, that's not the point. <laughs> if you want to know what you should be doing in your life, why? Why do you want to know? What's the point? How is it going to help you? What's, what's the point? What are you trying to achieve? Why do you want to know? Well, I because I want to spend my days earning money to support my lifestyle in a way that I enjoy because I feel that that would be a more enjoyable existence on the planet. Oh, okay. So that's the point of it all. So the point is, is you need to support your life somehow. I mean, we all need food and shelter and clothing. So well, most of us need clothing. <laughs> so you want to support your lifestyle in some way, and you'd rather do it in a way that's enjoyable. So you spend more time of your life enjoying what you're doing. That makes perfect sense to me. You know, so so then, like, once you get clarity on that, do you see how that simplifies things? And so, because automatic, if you're sitting there going, okay, well, I'm trying to find a job that I don't hate, 
that I actually enjoy going to. Oh, okay. Well, then what would I like to do? If, if your brain, if, you, if you're trying to figure out what would bring more joy into your life and you hate doing accounting and your brain says, hey, there's an accounting job that pays really well. Maybe you should take that one. If you're clear on what your motive is, what your why is, what the point of it all is, you're going to go, that's stupid. Why would I do accounting if I hate accounting? Well, because it makes more money. Yeah, but what, what does that have to do with my point? My point is that I want to live a more joyful daily existence. Doing something that I don't like is not going to help me achieve my point. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, not, it's not getting me closer to the point. So, oh, okay. So maybe I shouldn't take that just for the money. No, you probably shouldn't. Not if you're looking to be joyful. If you're making, if your point is to make a ton of money, you know, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Believe it or not, you're going to make more money doing what brings you joy. That's just how it works. You're going to be better at it. You're going to be more involved. You're going to be more enthusiastic. It's, you know, so... So, but this is what I mean when I say this is how I live my life. Because what it is, is like I have clarity on why I'm doing what I'm doing. So when I moved over to DR, it's like, well, you know, people are like, <laughs> many people are like, why are you moving to DR? Well, because I could, I knew that I was going to be a better version of me. I knew I was going to learn some things that I needed to learn. I knew I was going to experience different culture, which was going to expand my mind. I knew, I knew that it was going, I was stepping towards a simpler life, which I want a simple life. That's very important to me. That's part of my, the point. I want it simple. If you want to get closer to the truth, you simplify. You want to get further from the truth, you complicate. So I just want simple because I want to be closer to the truth. So this was a step in that direction. And sure enough, you know, that so um, and then people, you know, from the outside, people who are living lives that they're not happy with or people who just get caught up in the moment, um, not in a good way, <laughs> where, where they're just kind of unconscious briefly, because we all do that. You know, let's face it. But a lot of people will look at my life and they go, oh, wow, Glenn, you, you're so lucky. <laughs> you're lucky. You've got your own business. You get to work online. You get to live in the mountains and the DR and paradise in a spiritual community with all these people and have these adventures and your dogs running around. And it's such a beautiful life and so simple and so peaceful and so lovely. You're so lucky. There's no luck in it, man. This has been, I've been walking in the direction of this for years. You know, uh, Mike, Mike was um, listening and um, listening in. And, you know, I met him when I was a personal trainer in Richmond, Rhode Island many years ago. You know, and that was before I started my business. And I remember, you know, I was a single dad, um, broke. <laughs> trying to figure out how to pay my bills. And I was getting offered 
Um, I was getting offered to run personal training departments at one gym, two gyms, areas of gyms. I was getting offered to be a manager of a gym. I was even getting offered to be an owner of some gyms that was possible. Running areas, all kinds of stuff I was being offered consistently. And every time it was no, no, no. And everybody's looking at me going, why aren't you a single parent? And I mean, sometimes they even ask me this. Aren't you a single parent? Aren't you broke? Don't you need money? Wouldn't this benefit your life? It's like, well, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. Yeah. You know, I'm a single. I, I mean, I'm eating. My son's eating. It, you know, we have a roof over our head. Like, I mean, we, you know, I mean, I, I actually was collecting food stamps at the time. I was collecting food stamps and I was still turning down promotions. You want to know why? Because they weren't in alignment with why the way I'm living my life. It wasn't in alignment with the point. The point was to create uh, an existence doing what I love, doing what I enjoy. I had spent 20 years as an alcoholic being miserable. I wasn't going to spend another 20 doing things that I didn't enjoy. So I was I was putting my energy towards creating something that brought me joy. That's it. And doing this, talking about this type of topic brings me joy. I enjoy doing it. That's why I do it. If I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't be doing it. I don't give a crap how good I am. I don't give a crap if I'm even helping people. If I, you know, I've said this to many people, just if I was good at something, really good at something and it helped people, but I didn't enjoy it, I would not be doing it. I've actually done things like that. I was, when I was a personal trainer, I was a good personal trainer. It helped people and I was good at it, but I didn't want to do that. It wasn't my passion. It served me well for many years, but the, it, it wasn't what I wanted to do. So I stopped doing it, <laughs> you know? Why? Because, you know, it being helpful to other people and me being good at it isn't enough. That's not the point. I'm not, I didn't design a life when I'm sitting there trying to figure out how I'm going to make decisions in my life and what I want to achieve in my life and what the point of it all is. It is not to be good at something and to help other people. And if that's yours, you should probably revamp. You know, service is a big part of our lives and it, it can be very fulfilling and good, but you can't do it at the detriment of yourself. That's not how the universe works. You can't. So, you know, because I know that when I say this, it sounds like what I'm doing is is like bashing, um, helping other people or I'm, I'm saying service isn't important. That's not what I'm saying. Service is very important. We should be here on this planet partially to help one another. Absolutely. But that can't be it. You can't, you can't sacrifice your happiness to help other people. That's not how it works. Because if that were the way it works, you would sacrifice yourself 10% and other people would get happy 10%, right? So that's like, that's a, that's a wash, you know? So you lose 10% and they gain 10%. So that's minus 10% plus 10%. That's a wash. <laughs> There's no expansion. 
That's not how the universe works. The universe works in constant expansion. You can never help somebody else by hurting yourself. That's not how it works. You know, you see that in addiction. People enable other people and they, they call it help. Well, I was just helping them. No, you weren't. You were enabling them. There's a difference. You know, just because you stopped somebody from getting hurt doesn't mean that you helped them. A lot of times the pain that they felt from the impact of getting hurt was the very thing that was going to wake them up and you keep sheltering from them from that. That's not helping them. Making people dependent on you instead of learning how to take care of them own, their, their own selves is not helping. You know, so this is what I mean. You cannot sacrifice yourself to help others and have it sustainable. This is uh, what we are building in the world right now is a new paradigm. And part of that new paradigm is sustainability. That's why this word is getting such a it's such a catchphrase right now. You know, it's such a key word. It's sustainability. It's because we've been living unsustainably for thousands of years and it's gotten to the point where it's just not working anymore. You know, we're not we're not sustainable. We're not we're we're you know, we of course what we are doing to the earth, but what the way we're living our lives personally it's just not sustainable. We're just, you know, people are less healthy than they've ever been. Somebody was just saying the other day and I think Carol was there. I see Carol on I think it it was when we were talking with these people that they said that the 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 life expectancy from in the United States actually dropped a little recently for the first time in forever. You know, it's because people haven't been exercising for or eating healthy foods for the first time in human history. People have not been taking care of their bodies through nutrition or through uh, exercise for the last 40, 50, 60 years. We have never lived in a time in human history where that's happened. We've never had a generation live this long where they're basically just being kept alive by pills because they, they, don't, they haven't used their bodies in years. They haven't put anything with any nutrients in their system in years. You know, decades, literally decades. You know, it's unsustainable the way we are living, what we are doing to ourselves. So this is why change is coming in, because it has to. That's when that's when species evolve when they need to. So it took us all this time to get to the point where we are just. We've developed things that are unsustainable ways of living um, the, you know, the stress levels are just unsustainable. People are dropping dead of heart attacks at all kinds of ages. The, you know, all the health issues that, that are related to stress are, you know, off the freaking charts. It's not even. So we, we are living in a majorly unhealthy, unsustainable way in our personal lives as well. Most people are unhappy with their jobs. Like it's just our way of life is unsustainable and it's unhappy and it's unpleasant. You know, I mean, I know most of you listening, you know, have already taken steps towards joy, which is good. So continue taking those. But society as a whole has not, you know, we're still, we still have some crashing to do, <laughs> which you'll be seeing over the next year or two. 
you know, of, of more things crumbling and falling apart because they don't work. They've, <laughs> they're, they're not built on sustainable models. Our economy is not built on a sustainable model. It, it, it's not. It funnels money upward. Well, I mean, eventually that breaks. Like you, you, know, you can't just build a system that constantly funnels money upward and then expect it to not fail at some point. Like it, it just does. And right now with the COVID stuff going on, we just had the, you know, a major shift. Like they're consistently pumping money up. Well, with this COVID thing, we've just stripped away local businesses, smaller businesses, and pumped more money into the larger companies. So the wealth distribution, redistribution is, has taken a grander scale in the last two years than it has in a long time. So it's, you know, this is just the beginning of the end. It's just our way of living just doesn't work anymore. It, you know, in all areas, it's just not sustainable. So when, when you're what those of us that are on the spiritual path, what's the point? This is a nice way to tie it back in. What's the point for those of us that are on a spiritual path? All right. The point is, is that we are bringing in a new paradigm. That's what the point is. Uh, the way we've been living is unsustainable. We're in the middle of a gigantic spiritual shift that's happening globally right now. Why? Because it has to. And this is the first time in human history that it's been able to because we are connected through the Internet and, and you know, uh, a lot of different things. So this huge spiritual shift is happening. And what we're doing is we're going to be letting go of and see die off an unsustainable, ineffective, ineffective uh, way of living that we've been stuck in for long periods of time that doesn't work. So that is going to be dying off. And as that dies off, what's going to what's already starting to be birthed is a new paradigm, a new way of being. That's more based in love, more based in giving, more based in altruism, more based in, you know, the the fact that we have more than enough food on the planet to feed everybody. And we have large portions of it starving and we have the technology and the ability to distribute that food. But yet we don't. Come on. I mean, what sense does that make? It's absurd. It's unsustainable. They can't last forever. You can't. You 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 can't take you you can't, you can't take trillions of dollars and just pump it up to 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 people that already have trillions of dollars and then watch more and more people suffer. At some point, the people at the bottom say, "Cut the shit!" Like it's just it's going to happen, you know. So, and these people, what, what are they doing? What are we doing? We're relying on one another more. We're connecting with more another, one another more. Why? Because we have to. We're starting to reform communities. And what are we doing when we reform these communities? We're, we're starting to form them with a basis of love and understanding with one another. We understand that we're not supposed to agree on everything. We're supposed to respect one another. And that's a foundation of the communities that are being birthed all around the globe. So what, what's the point of it all? We are creating a new paradigm here. We are creating a new way of living, a new way of being that is going to be global. 
we are actually doing now. We're in the process of doing that. And a lot of people don't realize it yet, but you will be. And hopefully this is, plants the seed and you'll start looking around and start researching, you know, things like uplift.love, I think is the website where you stream these free movies, all these documentaries that are being done, uplifting ones, not the ones that point the finger at the government and, 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 and large businesses and, and bitch about what they're doing wrong. We don't need to fight what they're doing wrong. We don't need to fight it. That's not how we win. We starve it. Don't pay attention to them. Don't worry about it. Just feed love. Feed the new way of being. Find joy in your life. Be the change you wish to see. Start there. Once you find some peace and contentment, start sharing that with others. Not jamming it down their throats, just being an example of it. Just walking through your everyday life, living it. And then people are when they're when everything's falling apart around them they start looking around and going geez glenn seems to be happy what the hell is he doing everything's falling apart and it's a nightmare and he's over there fine i gotta go ask him what he's doing glenn what are you doing you know and then all of a sudden they come over and they start living differently you know and then somebody else does it and somebody else does it and somebody else does it like this is this, this is how it happens it's always grassroots. Social change is always grassroots. It's never, 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 never has, has the government come into the world with no pressure from the people that it supposedly represents and, and just said, um, yeah, there's some fucked up stuff going on, so I'm going to fix it. The government never has done that. Any government ever. I don't think. I mean, you know, maybe there's an exception here or there. But whatever. Um, that's just not how it functions. Social change comes from grassroots. And if you start, you know, I've mentioned this several times. So if you haven't watched it, I recommend it. The Time of the Sixth Sun. And I like it because it will actually affect your brain, your perspectives and how you look at things if you do it the way they have it laid out. It's like this movie and with like eight parts after, like a main movie with like eight parts. So it's like nine parts, I think. And last I knew they were streaming it free, like they would start on a Tuesday and end on a you know Thursday or whatever. Um, and... But like they would only stream it for 24 hours. And I don't, um, I'm not good with, with uh, <laughs> other people's programs and all this stuff. And it's not my norm to sit there and watch this, watch something for nine days in a row. But I did it and I got a lot out of it because what it is, is it's, does it do a little finger pointing at what's wrong in the world? Yes, it does, but only for context. What it, what it really focuses on is solution, 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 solution. And by the time those nine days were up, I was so hopeful for the first time in a while. This was a couple of years ago or maybe a year ago. Anyway, I was so hopeful because I, had, I, I started wrapping my brain around how many people all around the globe are creating um, communities, spiritual communities, eco-villages, um, uh, teaching how to build 
um, earth ship homes that are friendly for the earth, um, Adobe building, like all these different ways of building houses that are so cheap and friendly with the earth. And all these people who are t learning about um, growing healthy foods instead of just, I mean, most, I don't know if you guys know this, most of the food that you eat is just stripped of all its vitamins and minerals. And it's, it's you know, the net <laughs> that's supposed to be in it. It's not even in it. The wheat that is the foundation for a lot of foods is completely different wheat than was used 75 years ago because of all the genetically modified stuff going on. It has something like 75% more sugar than the wheat did seven, like 60 years ago or something. It's just insane. So the foods, even when we think we're eating healthy foods, you know, they're, they're picked too quickly or, or, or the genetically modified stuff. So they grow has stripped all the nutrients out of it, or the soil is depleted or whatever, you know, this is all that that's, that's all the negative stuff, but there's people who have solved all these problems. There's, you know, composting toilets for, 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 for the, you know, places where they can't have plumbing. And like, there's just so many solutions out there, people. There's so much hope out there and there's so many people out there doing it. You know, how did I get over to the DR? I've never even traveled internationally. And now all of a sudden I'm sitting in the mountains in a spiritual community with food all around me. How'd that happen? You know, it's because I opened to it. That's how. You're going to start seeing this more and more. People are either going to be leaving the, uh, the developed countries more and more. Well, they are going to be doing that. But they're also going to be going, you know, it's happening in the developed countries too. This is what's beautiful. It's happening everywhere. You know, like you can you can sell your three hundred thousand dollar house or your five hundred thousand dollar house and buy a giant plot of land for a hundred thousand and spend another hundred thousand building these amazing homes with solar and being completely off grid. You know, like, I mean, this is the way we're going. We're changing everything about the way we live and we're reconnecting to communities. You know, community is a big part and we're going to have online communities. I'm going to have an online community soon. So this type of stuff, we are bringing in a new paradigm. We are creating a new way of being and it's all based on sustainability. It's based on love. It's based on respect. It's based on kindness. And there's more of us, man. They can't control us. They can bark their orders and they're going to fall on deaf ears. You know, I mean, Gandhi did it. It's been done, you know, and other places have done it, too. So what's the point where where we are ushering in a new paradigm? So those of you that are on the spiritual path um, or I mean, even if you, I don't care if you call it a spiritual path, if you're just into living with respect and happiness and stuff and you're actually being proactive about it instead of sitting back posting on Facebook Geez, I wish there was more, there was less assholes on the planet. Like that doesn't help anything. That doesn't make you a good person, you know? So if you're proactively trying to work on yourself and bring more love into the world, well, there's many ways to do this and start looking at it, start researching this stuff, start watching these documentaries. You know, they're out there. If you look, they're a lot better than watching the freaking news. 
you know, so help us usher in a new way of being, you know, I want to show you guys the Dominican Republic. I want to show you that you can walk down the street, not knowing anybody, not even speaking a language and they all smile and wave at you. Hola, como esta? I love it. The people here are so happy and they don't have anything. It's not about having things. That's not what brings happiness. This, and this is what they do so well here. They separate it. I noticed that the first thing when I came over is you go, you, you know, most Dominicans, they're very happy. And they go, yes, we're very happy. And you go, but you guys don't have a lot. And they get confused. Like, why did you change the subject? We don't have a lot. Oh, like things. We don't have a lot of things and, and money and stuff. No, we don't have a lot. But you're happy. Why do you? And then it takes them a minute because they don't understand why you keep changing the subject because it's two different things to them, which is beautiful. In the United States, if somebody doesn't have what their neighbor has, they should have it. What's wrong with them? They're angry. Everybody's pissed off over there. Of course, not everybody, you know, I mean, I, I, most of the people in my life are wonderful, happy people. So um, there's a lot of us is what I'm saying. But there's a lot of anger over there, too, and frustration over stuff. And that stuff has nothing to do with happiness, you know. So start wrapping your brain around this stuff and start implementing it into your life. Start walking towards a life that is filled with joy, doing what you actually enjoy doing. Um, helping other people, um, you know, start create, there is a new paradigm being brought in on a grassroots level. And if you look at it, you might be able to find a way where you can be part of that. And even if you're a part of it, just in your own way, if you know, like, uh, I'm going to use Tony again for an example, I used him before, you know, Tony was happy when he was in high school. And as far as I know, he's very happy now. And it's just the way he interacts with people, you know? So it's like, he's in the United States. He works a job, a regular job, you know, like, I mean, and, but he's happy. He's enjoying his life. He's, you know, that is the new paradigm. So you don't have to move to the Dominican Republic. I did because it was perfect for me. You know, I see you, Laura. You can buy a ticket to the DR. Hey, I don't blame you. Anybody wants to come visit, you know, let me know. Um, but bring in your, you, there's always a way to start doing it. You can build your own website if you'd like to start a business doing what you want. And, and you can do it for free, you, you know, poking around. You can get a domain name for $15 a year. There's steps you can take if you want to start your own business. There's um, education that's free that you can get if you want to start a new job. There's places that you can move to if you want to move to a spiritual community, eco-villages. There's uh, yoga classes that you can go to that have meditations after. They're, like It's endless, man. Whatever, where, whatever stage you're at is fine. Just do what brings you joy that you're capable of right there. Just understand what your point is. What's the point of it all? 
you know, I think that the, a big point of this as a, as a community, as a global community, is us bringing in a new paradigm, a new way of being that's more loving and kind and accepting instead of arguing all the time, thinking that we have to pick a side over some. We don't have to pick sides. You think it should be this way. Okay. You think it should be that way. All right. Fine. So you do it that way. You do it that way. It's cool. <laughs> you know? That's the difference over here, too. Like the people in Domin Dominican, people here in this culture, they argue with one another. You know, I mean, they get pissed off and then they break bread 15 minutes later. It's over. Move on. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. We want to be right. It's so important to be right in these developed countries and to be on the right side and to pick us. There is no side. There's no race. There's human race. So, you know, like there's there's no sides. It's just humanity. <laughs> you know? So let go of whatever you're struggling against, whatever you're fighting, whatever is occupying your mind that is lowering your energy and dropping you and start stepping towards a vision of your life that is joyful, happy, and peaceful. Start walking in that direction. Whatever step you can take now, you'll end up there. You know, I didn't know I wanted to live in the DR. I didn't know that when I was when I was turning down promotions at a gym in Rhode Island eight years ago or whenever it was, nine years, ten years ago. I didn't know this was, you know, so, so but what it, so I think this is important. You don't have to have what's the point is not about physical stuff. It's not about I want to live in the Dominican Republic. Unless you have, you know, I mean, if you happen to be one of the few people that knows where you want to live, then whatever, that's fine. But you don't have to have a specific thing on a material level. What you have to do is you, it's the eternal principles that you need to, that needs to be your why. What's the point? Needs to be things like peace, love, kindness oneness with one another you know th these are eternal truths they've been true thousands of years ago they're going to be true thousands of years from now you know joy peace love those are all eternal principles that they, 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 they don't go away they don't fluctuate so get your what's the point make sure you have those i want a joyful life i want a peaceful life I want to be surrounded by people I love. These are things that are valuable. These are the whys. And then when you start walking in the direction of that in your own way, on your own path, which is individual, which nobody can judge, then all of a sudden you start opening up to your true self and what feels right for you. And it starts unfolding. And then next thing you know, you end up in a DR in a little bungalow next to my house going, what's up, Glenn? <laughs> so that's going to do it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll go talk with my neighbors for a little bit. Maybe I'll just go relax with the dog. I don't know. I'm going to see what feels right after I get off of this podcast. So, 
All right, guys, thanks for listening and um, keep your eyes open. I got some new stuff coming. Um, I would say by the end of the year, uh, maybe the first of the year, I don't know, next few months, it's going to be some exciting stuff rolling out. So stay tuned. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for your comments. I appreciate you and I will talk with you all soon. You know what's weird is my mouse doesn't work well when I'm on this thing. So I have to use the pad, which I'm not used to. But, but I'm not going to resist it. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Peace out, everybody. Looking for more? Check out over 200 episodes of Life Lessons and Laughter. Or click the link in the description of this episode to connect with Glenn directly. 